Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We're going to open up the River Creek Resort and Casino Hotline at 780-496-0063. You can also text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. Same number, 780-496-0063. You are up next after I tell you that some guests in the show receive gift certificates to Roost Chris Steakhouse. Whether you're celebrating a special moment or simply savoring a night on the town, every meal is an occasion at Roost Chris Steakhouse. Uh, Brendan Escott's back in the 630 Chad Studios. Brendan, after the Oilers lost Game 1 of the Series 9-6, I received a couple uh, message requests. Uh, these guys were haters of the Edmonton Oilers. Just pounding, uh, you know, you're nothing but a, you know, excuse maker. This is after game 1-9-6. And, you know, and hey, it was a frustra- frustrating night. And the Flames were really good that night. And you know what? Last, what a difference, I guess. Think of the show. We, it, that said, Brendan, it's got to be stated. The people that called into the show... On Friday before Game Two, we had several people. That, hey, it's not it's not a best of one; it's a best of seven. Let's see where this goes in the series. And I'm just taking a look and scanning the text line right now, Brendan. And there is a slightly different tone. Uh, we don't have, and there is a couple. And look, these guys are what do I call those guys in Twitter? Trolls, I believe they're called, where they go around and try to take shots at people in other markets and that sort of thing. And, you know, fair criticism, fair criticism comes with the territory. But I do sense, Brennan, it's amazing what a couple wins uh, do for a club, eh? It's a time of year where everybody's just riding on the front row of the emotional roller coaster. So when they lose and when they surrender nine goals, you can kind of understand why the, the average fan is snapping off. And there was probably a large percentage that looked at the, the comeback in that game and thought that there was reason to be optimistic too. And maybe that's where some of the pragmatism that we saw from the fan base came from. But it's uh, it's obviously a fine, uh, fine line or a thin margin when it comes to outcomes in playoffs. And Edmonton's been on the right side of that lately, so given lots of uh, lots of positivity to the fan base right now, Bob. Seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. Have you seen anything like McDavid in your lifetime? That's one question. Number two, does there need to be a response to what happened with Lucic? I 
just go and play. Uh, Andresito out of Nelson, BC, Texas. He says, Bob McDavid is on another level, and I haven't seen this since uh, Mario Lemieux's two cup runs. And I also think the Oilers need to do something about the Lucic incident. Look at that rat cadre. Uh, don't you think he intended to do that to Bennington? And don't doubt for a second if the Oilers advance, cadre will try to injure McDavid any way he can. Uh, that one comes to us from Andresito, oh, from Nelson. Well, I, I would say this about uh, Nazem Kadri. He's a really good player. And if he stays in either of the two series against Boston as a Maple Leaf, he might still be in Toronto, and the Leafs might have been uh, beating the Bruins. Kadri, uh, it, it kind of looked like an accidentally on-purpose play. It kind of did to me. Um, that said, the response after... And some of the stuff that was out there in, in social media was completely over the top and reprehensible that was directed his way. Uh, do I think that he's a guy that uh, he ain't cheating if he ain't trying or he ain't trying unless you're cheating? He knows how to – he plays the game with an edge. And there will be lots of teams in on him this season uh, come free agency. All right, let's go to the phone line, 780-496-0063. We drop the puck with Norm on line one. Norm, how you doing? Pretty good, Bob, and you? Good. What do you got? Uh, just a couple comments before I ask the question. I'll hang up when I'm done. But uh, Lucic just showing the classless kind of activity that uh, I think he it really exemplifies who he is. And um, before, uh, who's that guy? Is it Z- uh, Zadorov? Yes. Uh, uh, yes, I've I've never actually hated a player so quickly after watching him as I have him, with the exception of maybe uh, Ryan Kessler. But uh, my question, do you think that the Flames, because it looked to me like a couple of times that last game, are targeting Dreisaitl's ankles? Thank you. All right, on Lucic. Uh, Lucic plays a hard physical game. It, it was good for Milan to get out of Everton. It was impossible, especially once Pete Shirelli was removed of his duties. Milan was seen as the poster boy of the Shirelli movement. It was impossible for Milan to live up to that contract because he wasn't a good enough player to play in the top six at that stage in his career. Uh, so I'm happy for Milan on a personal level that he's been able to, you know, uh, get an opportunity to continue in Calgary, although albeit in a completely different role. Um, Milan is a player that can back it up with anybody. Um, my initial reaction is the timing of that sequence. Ah, I didn't like the timing of the sequence. He, it could have been worse. And as Lucic stated yesterday, if he'd wanted to hurt Smith, he would have hurt Smith, and neither of them would have been playing tonight, and they're both playing. The orders don't need the orders need Lucic on the ice as much as possible. Sorry, it's fourth line guy at this stage in his career. He's not the force that he was with Boston. Uh, Are they targeting Leon? Sure. I mean, it's the reality of the situation. Yeah, there's a little bit of that going on. They're making life difficult on Leon. That's what happens. And the Oilers don't tend to have, it's not like Edmonton's angelic, they just don't have that kind of gamesmanship in their line. They have a different type of team. They're built differently. 780-496-0063. John, on line two. John, you're on Oilers now. Hey, Bob, um, just calling to say I was uh, lucky enough to be at the game on Saturday, and I'm still trying to get my voice back, but that was the wildest I've ever seen her been in there at that stadium. It was just raucous, and the, just 
couldn't have been a better night. My buddy flew out from Vancouver for the game, and half the people on the flight down were were coming for the game. It was just unbelievable. Um, as regards to uh, Lucic, we all know he knew exactly what he was doing there, but I was happy that he didn't get any discipline because, like you say, when he's on the ice, he's more of a liability. And as far as I'm concerned, when his contract's done, he probably won't get offered another contract in the league. So keep him in there as much as possible and uh, have a good one. I hope everybody at the game tonight has a good time. All right, 780-496-0063. Are we watching a player that we haven't seen in the last, like people say since Lemieux in the early 90s, that dominant of a performance right now from Connor McDavid and uh, talking a little about the Lucic situation, the Battle of Alberta, Alex on line three. Hello, Alex. You are on orders now. Hi, Bob. How are you? Good. Good. Well, um, well, we haven't seen anything like this since Lemieux and Gretzky for sure. Uh, he's just getting better, better and better. You know, he's yeah, 25 he and that's what I'm seeing. And, uh, you know, I think we'd be talking more about the Smith Lucic thing if Smith couldn't play or if he got hurt. So, 100%. Uh, I don't want to, yeah, I don't want to uh, put much into it. And, uh, you know, the one thing I want to make a comment, though, I, I, <laughs> that Chuck, he shows his class when he's on the air after the game and says that, you know, McDavid plays half the game and yada, yada, yada. And some of the other flames are saying that all Edmonton has is that McDavid, I mean, some of the panel even, has, has said that this team is getting better and better and better. It's not just McDavid. And um, what I really like, too, is watching the, the panel on TV having to talk about McDavid and Edmonton Oilers, and, and it's, uh, you know, the MVP does belong in McDavid's hand, not uh, Matthews. So there you go, Leaf fans. But uh, uh, go Oilers, go. Just wanted to... Say, really enjoy your show, uh, Bob, and I'll get off the air. And, uh, yeah, go Oilers, go. Thanks, Alex. 780-496-0063, River Cree Resort Casino Hotline. Uh, Beverly joins us on line four. Hi, Beverly. How are you doing? I'm doing great. <laughs> yeah, I just wanted to make a comment on um, on whether Connor's the greatest. And I watched uh, Gretzky all through the 80s. And there's there's a reason why he's been called the greatest right up till now. Uh, he was a playmaker. He you know he wasn't the greatest of skaters, but he he was a thinker. He was he was great on the ice. I mean we know all about Gretzky. And uh, as far as Lemieux's concerned, um, you know he what was uh, I think he was about six foot five and two hundred and twenty pounds or something. Yeah. He used his size to battle through everybody, and he could score. You know, so yeah. he was great that way. No one has ever moved like Connor. He just he he goes on skill, not size, because I think he's under two hundred and he's only about six one. So he doesn't go through because of size. He does it because of skill. You know, he's so quick on his feet. He can he, score. He can do. He's a playmaker. He's done everything. And as far as I'm concerned, he's the greatest now until someone else comes up and does better. Okay. But right now, he's the greatest. Thanks a lot, Beverly. Uh, you know, I, I do think that. You know, he's about six foot one and a half and probably about 193 to 197 pounds. And he, there's a, he's got deceptive strength, which allows him, and his edge work is so good. But when he drives the net and gets inside and underneath on guys, he's he's tough to defend. I mean, it's, it is a different time. Lemieux, Lemieux's wingspan with the puck started yesterday and ended tomorrow. I mean, that's that's the kind of wins. I mean, it was unbelievable what Mario could do. Uh, but he didn't have the explosiveness of the skating that uh, Connor had. Wayne Gretzky... You ever see Wayne Gretzky lose a puck race ever? He was a very dis- he, Gretzky was quick, but he wasn't a fast, overly fast. You know, he wasn't Mike Gartner fast back in the day. Connor is 
you know, a, a faster, more explosive, bigger, uh, better playmaking version of Pavel Bure to me. Uh, Fred on uh, line five. Hi, Fred. How you doing? Bob, fantastic. You know, I've been watching this team 50 years, and this is so sweet. Now, a couple of quick points here. Duncan Keith. Why did they bring Duncan Keith in? For right now, people are whining and crying. They're going to pay him $5.5 million. Well, like Duncan Keith is playing amazing right now, and he, so is Evan Bouchard. And the second point here, Jay Woodcroft and Dave Manson. Now, Bob, i got a quick, quick question for you. If Tippett was still here, we'll be in the same situation. No. Absolutely not. So uh, I don't know what Woodcroft's doing, but uh, when you learn from Scotty Bowman a lot of things, I think you're doing quite well. And, Bob, go Oilers, go. Fred, uh, in fairness, Jay's mentors specifically were Mike Babcock and, and, and Todd McClellan. I mean, those guys are two pretty good coaches. I know everybody's got the hate on these days from Mike because he was a hard ass, but the reality is... Uh, Mike Babcock's been a pretty good coach during the uh, course of his career. Braden, on line number six, is on orders now at 1245. Hi, Braden. How you doing? Well, yourself? Good. Uh, I just wanted to say uh, I was in the building on Sunday night there, and yep. it, uh, what an experience that was. Uh, I was born in 1990, actually, May 25th. So wow. uh, tomorrow's the birthday, and that was literally the, the next day after the Oilers had won the Cup. So I was wondering if we'd ever see anything like that again, and it seems like we're going in that direction. And I just wanted to say one more thing. The, the building was out of control when we were scoring, but uh, when Mike Smith came back down the hallway there, it was just uh, it was something special, and it's uh, nice to see that we supported him. And uh, I actually got the chance to meet his kids that night as well. So it was just uh a great experience, that's for sure. Well, it's funny, right? It's uh, what a difference a couple of days makes. I mean, the, the the people that haven't liked Ken Holland's sort of body of work and bringing in vets, they're out full force after the tough start, you know, that Mike Smith had in game number one. Like, they were, you know, I mean... <laughs> Uh, the, the numbers speak for themselves. Mike Smith's got a 9.33 save percentage. And yeah, he had a tough first period in the game in Calgary. Gave up a tough first goal against Jacob Markstrom. And there was a piece written by Pierre Lebrun on The Athletic. Uh, of course, we all know the story. The Oilers made a substantial, uh, actually offered one more year, a little less money per in the term. And Markstrom uh, went to Calgary, good friends of uh, Elias Lindholm. Markstrom is 1-2 and two in this series with a 5.77 goals against average and 8.53 save percentage. Uh, we are going to go to Daryl on line number 7. Hi, Daryl. How you doing? Good, Bob. Uh, just wanted to say, uh, yeah, Connor's got his man muscle now growing up and stuff. You notice guys get to a certain age. Uh, Kachuk tried to knock him on his butt right in the middle of the ice, and he just brushed him off. Uh, the hitting of the whole team's been improving. They've got a passion for it. Even Pulley Arbor's getting his, uh, you know, I've seen him hit more the other night when I was at the game. It was incredible. So, yeah. All right. Awesome stuff, Daryl. 780-496-0063. We're going to take a timeout, come back with more calls and texts. You can reach us on the River Cree Resort Casino hotline at 780-496-0063. Same for the text line. Same number. Uh, we've still got Scott and Cyril and Darcy uh, holding, so we'll get to them after we take with threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. 
Learn more at marines.com. Time out live at Rogers Place. Uh, as we get ready for game number four, the Battle of Alberta, the Oilers up two games to one. Quickly on to the Ashley Fine Floors text line, and then we'll go back to the calls in the River Cree Resort Casino hotline. Haji says, Bob, games two and three answer the question every business looking for places to spend their advertising dollar ass. Do the Edmonton Oilers players listen to Oilers now with Bob Stoffer? The answer is obviously a resounding yes, they do. That's the only explanation for the drastic improvement in their overall play in gamesmanship in those two games. The Oilers players obviously, says Haji, listen to my text recommendation, which you referred to on Friday's show, as now the players not wearing 97, 29, and 91 understand the assignment. <laughs> okay. Uh, we're going to get to Searle on line number two. Searle, how you doing? Not too bad, Bob. Yourself? Good. Hey, uh, the Oilers, they got to win the battle on the scoreboard. They got to stay out of the box. They got to play the 5 on 5 the way that they've been doing and just, you know, keep on playing the same way. They're in Marshall's head. And I just get so fired up listening to the radio and the TV calls and just nothing but goosebumps. You guys do good work. I'll hang up. Go Oilers, go. All right, Searle, thanks for the call. We're going to drop the puck with Darcy here in line number three. Darcy, how you doing? Hey, Bob, good, man. Hey, uh, just to touch on the Lucic thing quickly. Um, you know what, man? I mean, he obviously knew what he was doing. He held off a little bit, absolutely. But he purposely was trying to make contact. The Chuck did earlier in the first period, too, made, con- uh, made contact with Smith. So it's part of their game to try and get Smith off his game, try and get him aggravated. So it's frustrating to see that. I hope the refs are watching out for that tonight. Um, second thing, Connor, there's only one player that I could compare him to. And he's not a hockey player. The guy wore number 23 for the Bulls. I've never seen – like, I was lucky enough to watch Jordan grow up off WGN back in the day. I was I was a young kid then, okay. watched all of their games. Jordan was phenomenal, man. And the way he could control a game, the way he could control the crowd, like the stuff he did – Man, Connor's the only player I've seen that could come close to that type of skill. And I'm not, I'm convinced Connor's going to win multiple Stanley Cups. And I sure the heck hope it's an Edmonton now because he is that good and he can control the game that well. So, thanks, anyways, Darcy. Thanks, Bob. You bet. 780 496 0063. Brian, you're on orders now. Hey, Bob. Good afternoon. I just wanted to say that I think, you know, what what we're witnessing right now, they always say you've got to first learn how to lose. Well, they've definitely done that. And now what we're seeing, I think, is really something special. I think we're seeing a growth and a a maturing of not just Connor and Leon, but of the whole team. And uh, I'm just... I'm all giddy because, like I said, I think we're we're witnessing something very special right now. All right, Brian, thank you for the uh, call. Seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six. I mean this. This is not going to be the last battle of Alberta. Flames have got a good organization. They do well on the margins. They grind. The Oilers have a template in place. They have a core. McDavid, Dreisaitl, Nugent Hopkins, and Hyman. That is where they've spent their money up front. They have some support players coming. Yamamoto uh, and Pugliarvi are with the group last night, right now. Uh, there is also, you know, Dylan Holloway will be on the team next year. Ryan McLeod. So they've got some forwards. Defensively, Nurse, 
uh, in CC signed to longer-term deals. Evan Bouchard, who's agent Jeff Jackson, as well as Dave Gagne in town. That's Connor's agency representation as well with Wasserman. Wasserman, by the way, for you old schoolers, you would remember this. They basically made Ronald Reagan first the governor of California, then the president of the United States. I mean, Wasserman is as powerful of an agency as there is in the business. But Nurse, Cece, and Bouchard are going to be here long, long term. And then the Oilers have got Broberg, 6'4". They've got Niemalainen, 6'5". They have a six foot seven guy in DeHarnay. They're going to have some trees back on defense. They're going to have a bigger defense like Tampa years to come. So, Skinner. Good goal. Like the orders aren't going away. They're not going away. I'm telling you that right now. They're way deeper. Matthew Kinchuk can say they're a one player team. Not sure how you can say they're a one player team when Leon Drysettle has ten points in three games against Calgary. Ron, on line five, how you doing, Ryan? Hi, Bob. How are you doing today? Good. Good. Uh, Bob, you said last week that uh, the Oilers' speed would beat the aggression of the Flames. I think that's really come true in the first, well, at least the last two games. Yeah. Uh, they've, they've demonstrated their foot speed, getting on the right side of the puck, all that good stuff. Uh, so since game one, absolutely, the speed has killed the Flames, and I just wonder if they're going to think about plugging it up. Oh, I think there's no question Calgary might. I mean, Calgary is a hard four-checking team. They're a physical team. They miss and they miss Chris Tanev. The, the one thing that people need to remember, I mean, the the Flames had a great season. They did. Uh, they went 50, 21, and 11. Edmonton had 49 wins. Calgary had 50. The Flames got COVID basically all at once and got shut down, and they didn't have any significant injuries. Now, some people would say they didn't have significant injuries because they got a big, heavy, tough team, and I would assert to you they got. I think they got the toughest team in the league. But they don't have Chris Tanev. He hasn't played in the first three games of the series, and it has been noticeable on defense, and the Oilers have been able to capitalize on it. Edmonton still has a chip to play here in my opinion, depending upon what happens. And it may not be in this series. At some time, it would not surprise me if Dylan Holloway gets in. Another fast, explosive winger. Time will tell in that regard. 780-496-0063. Bob, what about Kane? The loss of Kane will be massive for next season. He's a big reason why they're doing well with the additional scoring depth. That one comes to us from Vince. Well, and that's the thing. I mean, Daryl Sutter can talk about the fact that the Oilers have got, you know, they're only playing eight forwards and they got four forwards 10 minutes and under. But the reality of the situation is, you know, McDavid's playing 21-56. Leon's at 20-17 in the playoffs. Nuge is up to 20-08. Kane's at 18-48 and Hyman's at 19-58. Like the Oilers didn't have Kane and Hyman on last year's team. This will be part of the genesis of the conversation we're going to have with Mark Spector. You know, uh, is is it is it Mac McDavid taking it to going supersonic gin and tonic, or is there way more here to work with? And Edmonton's up two one. There is nobody in Edmonton that's writing off Calgary. There's not one listener right now saying that. No, no chance. Because you respect what Calgary did during the course of the season. They're going to be a tough out. And you can only win. The worst part about what happened the other night for the Oilers is they only got one win as a result of their performance because it was pretty good. And Calgary is certainly capable of swinging back.
For you golfers out there, if you're looking for a bucket list experience, you can join New West Travel in Cabot, Nova Scotia on a five-day golf getaway. Golf at Cabot Cliffs and Cabot Links. Package includes airfare via private WestJet charter with an open bar and premium meals, four nights accommodation in the Cabot Lodge, five rounds of golf in the stunning Cabot, Nova Scotia, plus a New West golf tournament with prizes. Book now and get a $350 upgrade to a premium economy to reserve your tee time. Call New West Travel or visit newwesttravel.com. Off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bellmark. Spectre will join us at 106. George LaRock at 205. And uh, Reed Wilkins at 235. Keep texting the show, and uh, we'll get back to you after we hear from Eileen. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad.